Hello, people of the podcast world. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode of E2 Chat. Welcome, welcome. I hope you guys are all doing well. Happy Hope Day. Let's get it. We're halfway through the week. I'm hoping you guys are making it a great, 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 great week so far. <laughs> but today, guys, um, there's a, I have two main topics to talk about. One of them is going to be Trisha Paytas and Ethan Klein and Frenemies. That is huge. Um, today on today's episode, but before we dive into that, and also the iOS 15 update that's coming to all iPhones very very soon, two huge topics, and I I really 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 want to talk about Trisha like this entire episode, and I think we are gonna. <laughs> but first, I wanted to celebrate day nine of Pride Month. Let's go! Today we're celebrating a sexuality I didn't even know existed, but it is here. It's called gray asexuals, and that's gray, the color gray asexual. I had no idea, but I looked up the definition and it results into and is used to refer people who experience limited sexual attraction. In other words, they experience sexual attraction very rarely or with very low intensity. Never knew. Sounds kind of rough, to be honest. It sounds like it couldn't be me. I love sexual attraction. I'm very sexually attracted to a lot of things, <laughs> mainly guys, um, and especially my boyfriend. Mhm, mhm. Had to save myself there, <laughs> but yeah, no, seems kind of rough. But it, they are out there, and if you are one of these people, I hope you're having a great month so far. This is your day. Celebrate it because you are special. All right. So thank you for joining me on day nine of Pride Month. Again, let's celebrate. Woo! All right, guys. But let's go ahead and jump into the main topic of today's podcast, and that is some shit that went on and went and happened yesterday. So, literally. I didn't even like know this was happening. I was at work. I was shopping and literally my boyfriend texted me and I opened his text and he's like, dude, did you hear about Trisha? Like Trisha's trending on Twitter. He didn't know what happened. But he's just like, dude, she's trending on Twitter. And I was like, what the fuck? Like what's going on? And, you know, I, I go on Twitter and I, I, I hit the hashtag and I couldn't believe my fucking eyes when I when I read that Trisha was leaving frenemies bro i had I, I i i didn't want to believe it i thought maybe you know it was a lie and a spectacle but i was literally listening to the podcast and i i shit you not i was literally listening to the up the, the latest frenemies while he texted me like i was maybe for 30 minutes to 40 minutes into the show when he texted me that and i was and i checked it and i was like no i can't fucking believe this like what's going on and then i realized something uh, Frenemies usually comes out on Monday. Everyone knows that it. it's every Monday they release Frenemies, and so on Monday I, I I was sketched out because you know they didn't upload a Frenemies. So I was like, oh, maybe something happened. Maybe they're doing something bigger, and they'll post it some sometime later this week. And so I put that together. Now I was like, something happened on Monday on the show, and and this is ha- this has to be it. This has to be why. Little did I know that their argument on to why happened on the show. And dude, they left it on the show, and I think that's it. Got it. Got juicy. It got crazy. But the main topic is yes. Uh, Trisha posted a video on YouTube um, saying that she is officially leaving the Frenemies podcast. She's leaving H three Productions, and she's leaving Ethan Klein. I watched this uh, video yesterday. Now I, I watched the video after watching. Uh, after listening to the full podcast episode, um, because I felt like that's where I needed to do and watch first. So I guess first things first, 
I want to talk about what happened on the show because if you, if you if you guys didn't watch the show, then you guys really w- won't know where she came from with the situation. Now, on episode thirty nine, a friend of me's the main topic of the day was talking about Gabby Hanna. On yesterday's podcast, I also talked about Gabby, Gabby Hanna and her incident with Jesse Smiles. I thought they were going to talk about the same situation in a sense, but to be honest. No, Trisha came on to the show to talk about Gabby Hanna in a different sense in a situation she had herself personally with Gabby Hanna. Um, in the show, there, Trisha basically says, you know, Gabby Hanna is um, kind of crazy. Um, she went on an interview to say that, you know, her and Trisha were super close friends and that she knew everything about her. And then later on, Trisha also basically said, um, Gabby, like, I, I don't know you, like, Maybe we like talked and maybe texted a couple times, but we're not friends. Like we, we're not friends. And Gabby went crazy and literally made a video. Like was and was like, you know, we are friends. I have years and years of text of us talking, and you and you, you're you're saying that we're not friends. Like that, that that's crazy. And and so now. Um, I'm going to see if I can find it. Man, it, it's an hour and a half long podcast, but they, they don't talk about Gabby too long, but she does. I mean, Trisha literally calls Gabby out on a lot of things. She says Gabby needs a lot of help. And I quote Trisha on this where she says, you know, coming from a psychopath to a psychopath, she is crazy. Like she, Gabby is crazy. For some reason, I think this hit a very strong nerve, and this topic of Gabby hit a strong nerve in Trisha this entire episode. I don't know really, I can't really say why, of course, you know, but I, I feel that that, that Trisha and, and Gabby almost have a close similarity into into something here, because I feel like Trisha was beyond triggered about this about the topic. She goes on later in the show, and Ethan, and she tells Ethan, Ethan, after this, after today, I never want to hear Gabby, like the name Gabby Hanna ever again on the show. I never want to talk about her ever again. Like, seriously, I never, I never want to. And Ethan's like, fine, fine. After today, we, we will never mention her name. And she's like, yeah, no, I'm being serious. Like, no. And they're like, okay. So here's a little clip of 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 the episode. Made made a conversation about them talking about a situation where where Gabby Hanna again posted this video of her just basically trying to claim that her and Trisha were actually friends. Like the whole basis of of, of Gabby's video was her saying that they are literally friends. And why is why is Trisha lying? Um, so here's a little commentary from both Ethan and, and um, Trisha on that. But that's her whole. This whole thing is just her trying to say we're friends. Like that's I feel her like thing. She's just trying to fuck with you. It's like weird. It's she weird. Keeps being like, well, here she says in the article that BuzzFeed didn't attempt to confirm with you or to validate this claim at all. They say Gabby states, imagine you had a friend six years ago who, to this day, is contacting your employers, contacting everyone you know, and trying to ruin your reputation. She told me, referring in part to Paytas. Oh, so she does specifically mention mm-hmm. you. I lost sponsors. I lost a record deal. I lost my friends. How can you ruin friendships? Because let me just tell you what she's referring to. She started a rumor about me having herpes, and I address it that it's not true. So that's how you lost sponsors because you told everyone I had herpes. Like wh- I didn't say anything defamatory ever about Gabby. I said what you said is not true. You're a psycho. Leave me alone. That's what I said. Like uh, that's not. She lost 
how much did they say the money? They say is? Hannah estimates between 2019 and 2020, she lost between 10, five and 10 million in ad revenue, sponsor deal, I, I, and record label contracts. It's like her whole life, she's lost her record deals. I mean, come on. And I personally, as a fan of the show, I never actually watched the videos, and I, I honestly show so, so, so should watch the actual YouTube videos of the podcast, but I only listen to the podcast, so I can only imagine what their face is. But now looking at this video, as she's talking about Gabby Hannah, there's there's little things that uh, like that tell me like physically and like there's these gestures that she does where where Ethan is reading this article and she I feel like something triggers her like something is triggering her as she is talking about the situation with Gabby Hanna which I honestly didn't know about it seems very very intense so Gabby Hanna made up this rumor saying that Trisha had herpes blah 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 Trisha later on clears that up and basically says I don't know what she's talking about I've never had herpes. Gabby, you're literally crazy. You're literally a psychopath. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. We're not friends. Now, if we go back and, and reference Gabby's video, again, she's saying she has years and years of, of she even said on this BuzzFeed article that she has years and years of conversation with Trisha um, and her reaching out to her team. And before I say what I want to say, um, it turns out Gabby lost a lot of money from what Trisha said, basically calling her crazy and saying that she wasn't friends with her. Apparently, Gabby says she lost ten, almost ten million dollars worth of of sponsorships and 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 ad revenue. And then later, a little bit after this conversation, um, Trisha says that's literally impossible to gain that much money in ad revenue. Like that's literally insane. Like you'd have to be two of the most popular YouTubers to ever get that much money. Which we all know, Gabby Hanna is not that. You know, no hate towards Gabby Hanna. I mean, I'm not a personal fan of hers, but you know, she's definitely not that as popular as she thinks she is. And and so. Yeah, so, but but to be honest, I think Trisha's kind of downplaying her in this situation. I think she's downplaying that maybe she actually maybe was not super close friends with Gabby Hanna, but she definitely had talked to her, and they maybe definitely had something going on. Um, maybe as far as business-wise, maybe they would talk to each other. Maybe they did have just the same kind of uh, business partners. But, or for Trisha to say that maybe they're not friends, and then, and then... Hold on. There is a part where Trisha literally says, "Okay, maybe we did talk. Maybe we did text and and this and this, but we're not friends. It's like we're not friends." I think, I think Trisha is almost the same as Gabby, where like they don't know what's wrong and what's like right. If you know what I'm saying, like don't make Gabby seem crazy because she's just saying that she does have texts from you guys conversating and things like that. Don't make her sound crazy and and saying just because you're calling us friends you're crazy maybe she misinterpreted the relationship whatever that you guys maybe were friends but don't say that you're like you've never talked to her or something like that yeah and she never said that specifically but you know what i'm saying like the situation i think she just wasn't being clear about what the relationship with gabby hannah was and i think that's where gabby was also confused but I think Trisha knows that's not what it like. That's what it was. But like she's she's making Gabby seem like super psychotic at this point. Which don't get me wrong. At this point, I do think Gabby has a lot of problems with the, from the situation that she's been in with a lot of people. In the same article, they talk about Gabby Hanna um, being super crazy um, because then she started to like attack people on Discord. Um, she thought that someone was like trying to make fun of her and something like that it turns out to be like a 12 year old boy but she then attacked this 12 year old boy who th- who she thought was older before but she attacked the she dm'd the discord boy and said you know who are you i'm gonna get my lawyers people 
and like stop messing with me and and he's like dude i'm 12 years old like chill <laughs> and she's like you're on my private server but she wasn't on her private so- server at the time that she attacked this discord dude so she was like definitely wrong she fucked up there and she apologized for that but basically uh, trisha says that she was crazy through this entire episode the main topic is that trisha thinks Gabby is crazy that she no longer wants to be associated with her at all. That she kind of has been beyond nice to her, but she's done. Like, she's over her. And that was a preface of that video. But I think this entire conversation, because like I said, I think I think Gabby and both Trisha have this sort of similarity where they, they don't know really all the time when something is wrong and when something is right. And they don't know how to fess up to it. And then they instantly play the, the card that, you know, I'm being attacked. I'm being attacked. And now, at the end of this podcast video, I think Trisha has that same issue. Where she, she's being attacked and she doesn't know how to handle it. And and, and, and she's being attacked justifiably. Like, it's, it's, it's justifiable that, you know, the reasons at the end of the show why Ethan is coming for her. So, keep that in mind as I continue to talk about Trisha and the situation that's unfolding. So, so yeah, that's what I think about why, how... We got to her leaving at the end of the show. So I think she was very triggered about the whole Gabby situation. So that was the beginning of the episode. She gets kind of triggered into this conversation about Gabby. As we go on and we continue towards the very end of the podcast, they still had 40 minutes to shoot when they started to talk about. Uh, they started to do like a Q&A, like a fan question. They started to answer fan questions. But before they started that, they actually started, um, Trisha started to talk about Brokeback Mountain. She's like, oh my God, have you seen this movie? Blah, blah, blah. And you know, Ethan's kind of playing along. He's like, uh, like isn't that like super old and and she's like yeah but you have like have you seen it and she so he's like she goes on to describe the movie what happens jake gyllenhaal as she's describing the movie she starts to talk about the conversation that you know this happened in texas the movie um was based in texas in the late late 1960s 1970s if you guys haven't seen broke by mountain this is a spoiler alert but anyways they ended up brutally beating jake gyllenhaal's character character in the movie, this happened in Texas because in Texas, you know, at the time, they definitely didn't oblige and, and agree with gay men, and especially at the time. So in the, in the movie, they beat this man. And then Trisha saying that, you know, this still happens. Like, and, Trisha, and, and Ethan was like, yeah, you know, Texas, not much has changed in Texas, he said jokingly. But I, I agree with that. Um, and, and, you know, Trisha was like, yeah, this is so true. Like, the people, transgenders and things like that are still being attacked. And... <laughs> Ethan slightly cuts her off um, because they're eating pizza while they're doing the podcast. So Ethan asks for more pizza. He cuts off Trisha's conversation about transgender still being attacked, and he asks for pizza. And and you, this is what this is where the the, the, the tables turn. Like she instantly flipped a switch, and she was over it. And so let me play. Th- let me play that. Okay, I'm not trying to get all like heated about this, but there's still people are still like that. Like trans people are getting oh, beat in their face to death. Oh, I'm like so over that shit. it's cr- and so like watching it, I was just like, holy shit! And like Heath Ledger, Jake Gyllenhaal said Heath Ledger refused to make like gay jokes about you it, like, like during the Oscars, and I don't know. Was I just, there a third pizza? You're so not good about this. Okay, I, let's go through your stupid. Sure I don't like this pizza. segment. Just for the record, fan advice is a stupid segment. Why? We can do it. It's so dumb. What's the point? Uh, to give advice to our fans. But that's not the, like, oh, not, it's a, that's like when people run out of ideas and they start doing Q&As. Like, Tyler, we ran ideas. So it's like, we're going to do Q&As now because we have nothing else to talk about. Okay, go ahead. It's such a dumb segment. It's so not. It's, it's like we fun. have well, nothing to all the time. Okay, well, what, you want to talk more about the uh-huh. Brokeback Mountain, a movie from fucking, like, it's 10 years ago? It's like a lazy podcast. Like, we're going to play games on the, like, you know. A lazy podcast. You don't do. Okay, so, oh, and then, hold on. 
anything for it. You just show up. We do all the work. Oh my god, yeah, right. That little last piece. Um, so you can tell, she really wanted to talk about, you know, what was going on in, in, in the gay world, in the gay community, and transgenders still being shamed. And again, Ethan cuts her off with the topic of pizza, and that's what triggers her. Like she, Ethan, to be honest, as I I've, as I've watched more episodes of Frenemies, even like the super old ones, Ethan tends to cut her off a lot. <laughs> I don't think he willingly like he doesn't mean to do it, but like he does it. And so here I am as a mediator, as a fan of Frenemies, just explaining what I see and how I feel and how I think. Um, it's perceived as a viewer, but I don't think Ethan does what he does on purpose. Like, I don't think he means to cut her off. I thought that they were, you know, on board and they communicated with each other. And I thought that she was okay with it. Like, I thought it was always fun and games until this point, until I see her that he does it this time and she's not having it. She's not here for it. She goes on and continues to say, as you can tell, she doesn't like the segment. It's fan advice. She, she says it's dumb. She literally says it's dumb. I don't like it. And then he's like, what's wrong with it? And, and this is where she starts to get. I think it just it went from her being upset to then kind of attacking a little bit. And, and I, it, it just went sour really fast. But then. I think what also triggered it is that Ethan's response was also kind of a smart-ass response because then she also calls it a lazy podcast. And then that's where Ethan says, our lazy podcast, are you serious? Like, you don't do anything for it. You just show up. We do all the work. Boom. Like that, bro. Oh, man. I also would have gotten triggered if I saw, like, someone said that to me, but I wouldn't, you know? So that's where I think they both said something kind of hurtful to each other. And, and I mean, they've had fights before on the show. But for some reason, I think the the aura of the show just made it a more viable thing. I just was like, when I was listening to this, I was like, oh man, fuck, fuck, fuck. Shit's, shit's, heading, shit's heading south, you know what I'm saying? But I am going to sum up the last 10 minutes of the show because this is where shit just really goes south. But they go on into a conversation about how, um, you know, she thinks that... Ethan is recycling a lot of content on H3 Productions. Like, he's recycling a lot of the content from the shows. Like, he pulls one thing from um, After Dark, and he brings it on to Frenemies to talk about it again. And she's like, I don't know why you do that. It's called, like, you're recycling content. Also very kind of... She uses a reference gaslighting a lot. I don't think she knows what gaslighting is. (laughs) I think she is personally gaslighting Ethan. But anyways, she says that Ethan's recycling content, you know, it just looks bad. It makes for a bad podcast. And he's like, like, where is this coming from? Like, why are you being so upset? Because then honestly, she mentions um, the pregnancy. And like, I just think that was a bad thing to mention at the time, too. And then she talks about how Ethan took another an extra 5% away from her for production. She's like, why did you take the extra 5%? And he's like, that was for production, extra production. You agreed on that. That's what it was for. That's for like hiring people. Because she also mentioned like the people that you hire. He's like, why would I talk to you about who I hire? And so then they started getting into some very nitty gritty conversation that should be held behind closed doors. Like that's business conversation. That's something you I don't personally think you should talk about on a show. But that's where I think she lost sense of, of, of what was going on. She was heated at this point because now she's talking about things that you shouldn't talk on the show that you're on. You know what I'm saying? You just don't do that. You don't you don't go on on your show and talk about, oh, 
this is what I use my money for. Like, this is where it's going. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I think she lost sense of reality. And, and, and it's kind of fucked up that you would go on your show and then attack your own show. Attack the people who are helping you. I think this is where I don't agree with Trisha. Like, Trisha, I think you, you messed up just quite a bit on, on in this part. I don't think she's wrong because she felt like she wasn't being um, led to be as creative as she wanted to be on the show. Before I, I talk about her being creative or anything else, but let me just finish off what the, what the show ended like. So, yeah, they go into this conversation about the nitty-gritty, 5%, blah, blah, blah. Towards the end of the show... Towards the last couple of minutes, she then says, you know, you know, Ethan, you just hurt my feelings. She's like, you don't know how much therapy I go through and blah, blah. And Ethan's like, you know what? I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know what what I said or what I did. He's like, but I'm sorry. I apologize. Let me just say that forward. She's like, okay. She's like, but I need to leave. She's like, we need to end the show. He's like, okay, you can you can leave whenever you want. And she says, you need no, we both need to end it now because I know that you're gonna make it about me, and I don't want want you to make it about me. And I was like, ah, ah just end the show, end it, Ethan, and end it for God's sake. And they both say their goodbyes, and they end the show just like that. And they both walk away. She walks out, boom. So that was the Frenemies podcast and the show. After after I watched that, after I listened to that, I. Instantly went onto YouTube to look at Trisha's video about her leaving the show. The video title "Stepping Down from Fenemies." It was like I said, it was trending all over Twitter. But the video is 22 minutes long. She's just her normal self. She's not glammed up or anything. She is kind of venting in the video herself. But she talks about the the entire preface of the video is that she wasn't allowed to be as creative as she wanted to be on the show. She says that when they first started the show, she thought it was a 50-50 kind of thing where she can bring her ideas and things like that. She tries to, honestly, to me, it doesn't seem like Ethan was unfair as far as money goes. Like, you know, as far as the money thing, I think they, they work something out to themselves. She does apologize in the video too. She apologizes to Ethan. She apologizes to for attacking the crew because she literally called them like lazy. <laughs> she apologized to the crew. She she said she doesn't mean for it to be personal. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not towards anyone. She just believes that she she doesn't fit anymore. She doesn't fit in the show. She doesn't fit because she's not allowed to be as creative as she thought she was allowed to be. That's the entire preface of the video. She points out a lot, a lot of you know little things from when she first started to where she where she is now. While I was watching the video, I felt sad because genuinely, she literally talks throughout the entire video of how much she loved being on the show. She talked about how much she loves Ethan because he was the only person that would listen to her at the time and through our entire life. Um, Frenemies would be the only thing she would look forward to to every week. So like. The entire video, she's genuinely talking about how much she loves the show and how sad it is for her to leave. So for me to, again, as a, as a, a fan of the show, I think it's just crazy for her to leave right now. I'm just like beyond sad. When I was then listening to this video, I was at work. But like literally when I told you that my my heart sank. This show, Frenemies, was also one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. And it's the podcast that made me want to start a podcast. Like, they were a dynamic duo. They were just hilarious together. So genuine. You know, it's just, it was great. And so when I heard the news, my heart sank and everything. And I just couldn't, I like, I was bummed out all day yesterday. 
Like, you, you can ask Kevin. I literally, I was like, Kevin, I'm devastated right now. I literally wanted to stop working and just go home because of how sad I was. And so I'm sitting here listening to you, to, to Trisha's YouTube video on how happy she was. And I'm just like, Trisha, I think, I think you're making a mistake. I think we, we might've overreacted here, honey. Like we might've just, you know, been in our feelings. We might've been triggered by the topic of, of Gabby, but I do think Trisha still has problems. And again, this is where her social issues come into play, anxiety, and just this, this, this touch of reality that she's a little bit out of. And, you know, if you if you read the comments, people are literally saying, Trisha, you need to stop, think about everything, and then say what you need to say. If you go into the comments on her on that on the video, um, a lot of them, and I want to see like 80 to 90% of them are like, Trisha, like, you really do need to go back and like s- sincerely apologize to Ethan, the cat, the crew. And, and and if you really are strongly feel about what you're saying and you want more priv- like responsibility and you want more of a creative power, then you need to go and talk to them. That's 100%, like 80-90% of the comments on here. A lot of them disagree with, with Trisha. A lot of them starting are starting to attack Trisha. I don't, I don't want to go to that route. I don't want to go to that extent because I don't think Trisha... I just can't blame Trisha too much for how she feels because, you know, she's been trying to get more of an upper hand in cre- creating um, segments on the show. And she hasn't been allowed to. So I think that's where her frustration is coming from. But people are basically saying, you know, it's kind of rude to say that the co- like the, the crew doesn't deserve the money that they're being given. I think she's basically saying that they are earning way too much. That's kind of fucked up. And again, rude in your workplace where you work to say that your employees don't deserve that. That's kind of fucked up. The other thing, too, and I think this is where Ethan, I think, has been such a kind heart to, to Trisha. Um, in the podcast, too, he says, you know, Trisha, I, I'm sorry, but I shouldn't have to walk around eggshells every time I talk to you. And this, I think, also revolves around her her issues, her mental issues. She talks about how much she goes to therapy. And I think Ethan was always doing a good job of, 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 of being careful of what he said around her. But at this point, he's done so well because Trisha basically, I mean, is almost like a ticking time bomb. You don't know what's going to set her off, what's going to trigger her, how you should act when something like that happens. As a friend, Ethan maybe should be a little more conscious about that but he it's unfair to him to like he said to always walk around eggshells when he's talking to her it's really not fair and for trisha to go then and attack him is kind of unfair i think in that aspect what she did overall was unfair to ethan ethan again did do something wrong he cut her off he didn't want to listen to what she was saying and that and, and when, when she was talking about you know transgenders and and the relation between that and Brokeback Mountain. But, you know, she wanted to go a little bit further with it, and she wasn't allowed to. And I think that's what, you know, her frustration has just been building building up. Now, I want to read some of the tweets that they have been posting on Twitter because this is also another big thing. Like, Trisha continues to, like, apologize, and she continues to say on Twitter that, you know, she did what she had to do. But last night, she posted... Um, screenshots of the conversation she had with Ethan talking about the 55% or like the five, the extra 5% and where it was going and blah, blah, blah. Um, and oof, see, that's, that's, that's why I don't know why she's posting that. If she was truly his friend, like, why are you posting that? You know what I'm saying? 
the tweet itself um, from Ethan. Ethan says, would you be okay with 55-45? So 55, Ethan 45 for Trisha. I think the other stuff might not add up to enough. She says, LOL, okay. How about 60-40? Just kidding. Sorry, I know it's lame. I was just thinking about it a little more. Oh, my God. I was like, so Jewy, Trisha says. I don't care. That's fine, Ethan. Ethan says, I was just thinking I wanted want to hook the crew up a little for the extra work. And she's, she says, LMAO, it's fine. No less, LOL. And jokingly, he says, how about 44.9? <laughs> But he, she, she, she posted that that screenshot, um, and so now people are, are attacked her all night for this. You know, she she called him a Jewy. He is Jewish, but people are like, "Why? How dare you post this tweet being anti-Semitic as fuck?" And so. People started to attack her for that. Like how dare, like how how easily you you called someone a stereotype. You know what I'm saying. Um, so people started to attack her for that. That's really not. I mean, that's that's an issue. I don't. If you read into the conversation, I don't think she meant it in a wrong way. You know what I'm saying. But you know, people have been taking it and and saying that. Um, the other big tweets that she has been saying. The first big one, she says, I'm emotional right now, but mentally I'm not unstable. People keep saying I'm blaming mental illness. I'm not. I've never said that. I've been mentally stable for most of this year. With the exception of a manic high a few weeks ago, I have managed to be content. And why people try to diagnose me as having a manic low right now, I'm really not. I'm highly emotional, but I'm mentally at peace. Like I can't control what has happened. I can't control what people think of me. I'm just trying to keep ahead of what I can't control. I make these videos early when I'm at my most emotional. She says, do I regret the past 48 hours and how I acted and handled things? Yes, of course. But there's no way to go back in time. There's no undoing things. Girl, there is time to undo it. You need to go apologize. You need to go say what you want. Say it in a respectful way. Don't disrespect anyone while you're doing it. Like if you were to have just said, hey, I, you know, Ethan, um, I, I don't like the segment. I think we could do something better so on and so forth and i would like more creative power over the segments just like that without saying you know this sucks why is the crew getting this much percent like you would have made more of a a viable argument you know there without having to hurt someone's feelings that's my opinion on that she also tweets impulsivity is also related to schizophrenia separate from a manic episode i was doing impulsive things when i'm in a manic episode i'm irritable i'm in a man oh I'm irritable with irrational thoughts. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm a stable place. I'm heightened sense of emotion has made me a little impulsive. Mm. And then um, someone uh, quoted her saying, you mentioned how much you go to therapy multiple times during the fight. And then she she quotes that tweet and says, yes, because of what it... She says, yes, because of that is why I'm able to keep a steady mindset through this. Trying to control my overthinking, going to therapy doesn't mean you're crazy. It means you are working on controlling that crazy. Now, going would be even scarier. I think that's a little bit of a, you know, like she says, trying to control my overthinking, going to therapy doesn't mean you're crazy. It means you're working on controlling that crazy. So you are kind of crazy because you're going there to control the crazy. Trisha. (laughs) That's how that works. <laughs> and then she also tweeted three hours later. Um, this is actually three hours ago. Dude, this shit for real. 
feels like a breakup. It's so fucking miserable. I'm not sure what stage of grief I'm in, but change is something that is so fucking hard for me to deal with. Like it really is. Departures are never easy. It's not fun. I'm really not reading anything anywhere. Just venting. She has just been venting this entire time on Twitter. So that was that. She actually ended up deleting those screenshots of the text that she put out there because then she later apologized and says that she shouldn't have posted those. Yeah. So now let's go to Ethan. Let's see what Ethan has been up to. And saying because of all this. The first big tweet was from yesterday that Ethan tweeted. I am honestly gutted over this whole thing. Trisha's video this morning was a total surprise to me. I don't really know what more I can say or do. I'm very sorry to all the fans or f- frenemies. I know how much it meant to everyone. I did everything I humanly could to save it. <laughs> I'd be so sad just reading this. Ultimately, this is my fault for ordering pizza while dressed up as Uncle Fester. <laughs> I like he still has some humor left into it. He then tweeted 17 hours ago, at the end of the day, Frenemies was a beautiful experiment that I will fully and always cherish. I've learned and grown so much from the experience and have Trisha to thank for that. She's been a dear friend of mine throughout and I'll always be grateful for all she's done for us. Uh, and And he has the emojis, peace and love. 16 hours ago, he tweeted, erased most of my recent tweets regarding Trisha. Shouldn't have said that on Twitter. I'm going to take a step back for the evening. Oh, I wish someone... I actually did not see those tweets. But a lot of people are siding with uh, Ethan on this one. They're basically saying Trisha kind of was out of line and that she should apologize. It's it's all over the place. At the end of the day, guys, if you guys were fans of the show, you know that this has happened before. They have gotten into arguments where she has walked away. This time, she's definitely walking. She says she's definitely walking away from the show entirely. She's never coming back. She's appreciative of the experience that she has had on the show. She appreciates Ethan. She said it herself. She loves Ethan. She appreciates the crew. She appreciates everything that the show has done for her because it's probably one of the best things she's done in her career. And I can attest for that. I love Trisha and I love this show so much. And her on it has just, uh, is amazing. And I've loved her more because of it. I used to not follow her so much. I used to follow her just because she had some, some like weird funny videos on like tiktok but now she had like a show you know it's, it's kind of insane i just hope at the end of the day throughout of all this that again i think trisha just needs to take a, a break to think about what she wants what she really wants from the show to apologize to the show to apologize to the frenemies crew hg productions ethan um Ela. i think she needs to apologize to everyone and then they can all start fresh. That's what I really want for all of them. <laughs> when you have something as good as such a great podcast, as as great of an atmosphere, and as great of a friend there with you as Ethan, that's just something you don't want to let go. And I hope they do make up, and I th- I hope they like get through it. I don't want them like to diss each other and things like that, you know? Because they, I mean, it's just not right. So let's hope and pray. I'm praying for them. Please, 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 please get back together keep frenemies going for the fans for themselves too you know it's all about themselves and how they feel but i'm hoping they can work it out all right enough about frenemies and trisha all right let's get into the very last topic of the day and that's the new ios 15 update coming pretty damn soon everyone's been talking about it there's a lot of new stuff that iphone is bringing to the table with this new update and i just want to go through some of the features with you guys because um uh what the fuck not i'm a few freaking iphone lover i'm a huge apple fanatic uh, i mean i have the iphone 12 i have my i 
my Apple Watch. Um, it's the old one. It's the Apple Watch 3. I have my iPad. I have my AirPods. So I'm completely in the Apple family, of course. So I have to support. And I'm very excited for this new update. So Apple says, iOS 15 brings new ways to stay connected and powerful features that help users focus, explore, and do more with an on-device intelligence. Apple previews major updates to FaceTime new focus features on to reduce distraction, enhanced on-device intelligence to discover information, and more ways to explore the world using maps, weather, and wallet. So, iOS 15 makes FaceTime calls more natural, introduces SharePlay for shared experiences, helps users focus and be in the moment with new ways to manage notifications, and brings more intelligence into photos to search quickly access information. Apple Apps unveils beautiful new ways to explore the world, Weather is redesigned with full-screen maps and more graphical displays of data, while it adds support for home keys and ID cards, and browsing the internet with Safari is even simpler with the new tab bar, design, and tab groups. iOS 15 also includes new privacy controls in Siri, Mail, and more places across the system to further protect user information. For many customers, iPhone has become indispensable, and this year we've created even more ways to enhance our daily lives, said Greg Federighi. <laughs> Apple Senior Vice President of Software Engineering, iOS 15 helps users stay connected while sharing experiences in real time, gives them new tools to help reduce distraction and find focus, uses intelligence to enhance those photos, the photos experience, and with huge upgrades to maps, brings new ways to explore the world. We can't wait for customers to experience it. So this is very exciting. The huge thing that they're rolling out is FaceTime sharing experience. It's called SharePlay. So now when you FaceTime a person... There's a lot of things that you could do. So with the new FaceTime calls shared experience with SharePlay, the conversations with friends on FaceTime and family feel even more natural with spatial audio voices and FaceTime calls sound as if they are coming from where the per person is positioned on the screen. And new mi microphone modes separate the user's voice from background noise inspired by the stunning portrait photos taken on iPhone. Portrait mode is now available for FaceTime and designed specifically for video calls so your users can blur their background and put themselves in focus while using group FaceTime and new grid view enables participants to see more faces at the same time this right here is so cool the spatial audio comes from airpods where they first launched where basically if you had that turned on um when you're listening to music it you know it, it sounds like you're hearing instruments from where they're coming from so it's really really cool so it's cool that they're bringing that to facetime the coolest the, the next coolest thing is the the focus the portrait mode focus on facetime the the fact that you're able to blur out the background while you're FaceTiming someone, it makes um, business calls more professional. Now, granted, you can't use this on Zoom. It's just strictly for FaceTime, but like it's still really, really cool. Um, also, they are introducing um, a grid. If you have multiple people on a FaceTime call, you can see everyone on a grid. So like there's six boxes on your screen where you can view everyone's face at the same time. It's really, really dope. So now you can have these group FaceTime calls. So now they're, they're actually launching um, links, Apple links for FaceTime calls. So people can um, share the link and they can join the FaceTime call that way. So now you can do these fa group FaceTime calls. So this is huge for Apple. Users can now also share experiences with SharePlay. While connecting with friends on FaceTime, including listening to songs together with Apple Music, watching a TV show or movie from Apple TV Plus and other streaming services in sync, or sharing their screen to view apps together. So you can share your screen. So if you're watching a show, the people that you're FaceTiming can watch the show with you. If you're listening to music, they can listen to the music with you. It is so, so, so cool. I'm not going to lie. This is a perfect for me because when I FaceTime my boyfriend, you know, I'm like, dude, can I show you this video or babe, can I show you this song? Like I want you to 
listen to it and I try to play it through my phone but like he can't listen to that because they don't allow it but now you can share that and you guys can both listen to that at the same dang time it's so so cool SharePlay works across iPhone, iPad, and Mac. Oh, that's awesome for my iPad. And with shared playback controls, anyone in a SharePlay session can play, pause, or jump ahead. So anyone can you know, pl- play or pause the music or the, the, the movie that they're watching. SharePlay even extends to Apple TV, so users can watch shows or movies on big screen. Disney+, Plus, Hulu, Masterclass, Paramount, TikTok, Twitch, and many others are integrating SharePlay into their apps, creating entirely new ways to connect. That is so cool. This is so dope. I'm not going to lie. This is really cool. And now, um, adding on to that um, Apple Link, devices with the ability to create a link from iPhone, iPad, or Mac and share it through messages, calendar, mail, or third-party apps to enjoy anyone so that anyone can enjoy a FaceTime call from their web browser on Android and Windows devices. This is huge. So you don't have to have an iPhone product to join uh, uh, an iPhone Link. So someone with an Android or Windows device can also join the FaceTime. FaceTime calls on the web remain end-to-end encrypted, so privacy is not compromised. You know, Apple is huge on privacy. Another cool feature they're adding into the new iOS is Find Focus. So this new tool basically simplifies your your way of, of living uh, of going throughout your day. So it, it basically justifies and uh, suggests apps that it thinks you will use for the day that it thinks you're using the most. Um, it basically also will give you recommendations for if it's time to go to bed, um, if you have any um, reminders for the day. It puts all that together to keep you on focus, to keep you on track for the day. So it's really cool. They're just really trying to make a more integratable experience. There's also new updates to the notifications that we're going to be getting. Notifications has, have, has been redesigned, adding contact photos for people and larger icons for apps to make them even easier to identify. To help reduce distraction, a new notification summary, summary collects non-time critical notifications for delivery at a more opportune time, such as in the morning and evening. Using on-device intelligence, not- notifications are arranged by priority, with the most relevant notifications rising to the top. And based on the user's interactions with the apps, urgent messages will be del- urgent messages will be delivered immediately, so important communications will not end up in the summary. And it's easy to temporarily mute any app or messenger thread for the next hour or the day. I think that's really important for me, who has all their app notifications turned on. I have random notifications always popping up from like Wish, um, my emails, my texts, my Snap, and, and for the majority of the time, like Walmart, Target, like. I'm more worried about my important messages. So like text, snaps, like those are the ones I want to be looking at all the time. My emails, not target, you know, I don't care about what sale is going on. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. The next cool thing it, that they're adding into their um, intelligence group is that the fact that they're, they're allowing word search, text to text to search. So uh, if let's say you're writing down notes at school and you want to search that, search that up on the internet, with your phone, um, they've in- introduced technology that reads your text and, and searches by what it reads. So it's, it's really nice. Kind of like how it scans a document. It's actually scanning the text to be able to search in that text. It's really, really cool. This next one I think is really huge for me as a ship shopper and as a person who delivers and is on the road all the time. 
they are updating the world of Apple Maps. Apple is committed to building the world's best map and iOS 15 takes maps even further with brand new ways to navigate and explore. Users will be able to experience significantly enhanced details for cities, neighborhoods, commercial districts, elevation, buildings, new road colors, and labels, custom design landmarks, and a new nighttime mode with the moonlit glow. That's dope. That's cool. This is a whole new way of looking at the world through maps. It's cool because um, they have a, an example here where um, it's the Golden Gate Bridge, but it looks 3D. As you're driving, it looks 3D. Like it has the actual physical like bridge 3D. So it, it looks really cool. Looks really, really cool. When navigating using iPhone or CarPlay, Maps features a three-dimensional city driving experience with new road details that help users better see and understand important details like turn lanes, medians, bike lanes, and pedestrian crosswalks. Transit riders can find nearby stations more easily and pin favorite lines. Maps automatically follows along with a selected transit route, notifying users when it's nearly time to disembark, and riders can even keep track on Apple Watch. With iOS 15, users can simply hold up iPhone and Maps to generate a highly accurate position to deliver detailed walking directions and augmented reality. Insane. Insane. So that's really, really fucking cool. I think that's really neat. But for now, guys, those are the main highlights of the new iOS 15 update coming very soon to your iPhone. Um, I know a lot of people are hesitant for iPhone updates, but this one's huge. I think this one's really cool as far as like a user experience to have. So I'm excited. Mostly excited for the new FaceTime calls and what I'll be able to do with it and the maps. The maps are huge for me. So I'm I'm very very excited. So let me know what you guys think of of the upcoming iOS 15 update. Is there something that you're looking forward to? Let me know on the E2 Chats podcast Instagram page because I really want to know what you guys are excited for. And also let me know how you feel about the whole Trisha Paytas and Ethan Klein situation. How do you feel about Trisha leaving Frenemies? I want to know. So make sure you guys go follow me on my Instagram page E2 Chats podcast, and you can follow my personal one too. But that being said, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for joining me, and I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys. Bye.